Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. What? Shaved? Oh, yeah. I, I have wrestling. My face paint doesn't fit on my... It doesn't go over my beard wall. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Important. That's on Friday. Yeah. MPW Monster Pro Wrestling. We got tickets at the end of the show. Look at that, Jimmy. Nice little segue. 50 bucks off to Kelly's Pub as well, so you can join us for Super Bowl. Um, we have details coming up about fried chicken February. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, we will we'll, we'll fill you in just after 7 o'clock this morning. At the front end of this whole thing, we need your help. Yeah. Right? If, if this is going to be possible, it starts with you, the locker room listener. All right? So we'll give you some details on that. Oh, is it up on the webpage? I was the just going to check right now. All right. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. So you can go to our webpage and check it out. All right. Uh, I, I'm leery about bringing this up because I don't want to... Um, I don't want to worry people, but there's a lot of people that have a, a routine revolving around camping, mm-hmm. um, be- and because it's become so popular over the last, I, well, COVID, it was wildly popular because you couldn't do anything else, so people would plan summer trips, right? Yeah. So I think it increased the demand for um, spots on, on in, in parks, provincial parks and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. Um and th- God help us all. They decided that they needed to update the the system for Parks Canada. Yeah, yeah. Parks Canada says you'll be able to start booking uh, your camping spots in March. They said it's a couple months later than normal because they have to update their reservation system. <laughs> so, <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> Is it just me? Yeah, <laughs> I uh, man, I it always like bums me out how fast camping spots fill up, though. Oh yeah, because to me, camping isn't a thing that I plan months in no, advance. It's like, it's hey, like let's a, go camping, it's honey. Spur of the moment, you're like, yeah, hey, we got a free weekend. It's, weather's looking good this weekend. Let's go camping. I'm with you. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess no, we're sleeping next to the yeah. bathroom. You have to. You have to. You have to plan months and months yeah. and months in advance. It's like trying to get concert tickets. Like people are on there the morning it opens, and they're booking weeks and weeks. And yeah, yeah. Anyway. has it changed because of COVID or has that been? No, it was like that before. Because I remember when, like years ago, you it's just worse showed up. now. Yeah. It's way worse. Yeah. But in the last, and I don't know when it started to. I don't know but when. It's, it's been like that for a while. Where for years you, now, you got to go on. As and, long as I can remember, um, in since we've lived here, mm-hmm. anytime we wanted to go camping, um, it was a problem. Like because yeah. we at the first couple of years we would like 
where we were still camping, it was an issue trying to get a spot. And then my wife was like, well, we have to plan ahead. And then the following year, after a couple of years of not getting a site, like 2008, 2009, we figured out you got to go online. Yeah. You got you to book ahead of, time, ahead of time. Right. Anyway. The um, uh, crown land. That's how a lot of people camp. I might do that. You just buy like a $20 pass for the year or whatever, and then you can go just camp on crown land. Yeah. We talked to friends about that. The, the problem with that is you have to be, you have to know where to go. Yeah. Right? Like You just talk to people. Yeah. And then uh, you can do it. Anyway, if if this is something that you do on a fairly regular basis, you need to be aware that the, the page is changing. Like, the system is changing. Yeah. And it's put everything. It, it, it's going to work great. It's going to work great, everybody. <laughs> Whenever the government gets involved in anything or whenever they make an update, especially it always, IT stuff, it works perfectly. There's not <laughs> going to be any issues to anybody. Yeah. I'm trying to be positive. I don't know what you're worried about. You know what? I'm a huge fan of the Rocky movies, but I actually really enjoy the Creed movies. Do you? See, I don't. Really? I do. I try to because I'm a huge Rocky fan. Like, Rocky's one of my go-to movies. You can't do it, eh? I try, and I'm like, I get hyped up for them, and then I watch the movie, and I'm like, eh, didn't do it for me that I much. I agree. There's a little something missing, yeah. And I don't know. For me, like, I've looked back I, Michael at Michael B. Jordan. I don't. I think he's that good of an actor. I just the first one was amazing in my mind. I really loved the first one. The second one was eh. Yeah, the first one I enjoyed, and then the second one I don't. I, bear, I don't even really remember watching it. Like I, I couldn't. I tell was you so what hyped happened. up for it. Uh, they. I think it was a tie. It was him and Drago, or did he beat Drago's son? Yeah, it was remember. Drago's son, but I don't remember. I remember what the last scene where they're Drago's and and the old man are like they go running off in Yugoslavia or whatever it is. Yeah, down the streets. Um, the third one. There's a trailer out uh, March third. It's in theaters. Is this one you go to the theaters to see? Because that's what I was thinking. I have the last couple. I might go to the uh, theater to see this one. But Sly isn't involved, though. I, that, that's the other reason and why. he I'm, was upset about this one, wasn't he's he? He's mad. Yeah. That they didn't at least involve him on some level, right? So I don't know. Let's but did he, after the last one, say that he was... He, he, was, that he was pulling himself out? I he thought didn't he said want any more made, and then... Remember we... Uh, who was it was talking about it? Dolph Lundgren. Dolph, that's right. Was because yes. he got involved, and then Sylvester Stallone started like talking, like, "Oh, I can't believe they're doing this movie without me. They cut me out." And Dolph was like, "Well, I didn't know you weren't involved. Sorry." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, March third. The only other movie I'm looking forward to right now to see in theaters is Cocaine Bear. <laughs> When's that? Opening night. We'll be there on February 24th. A 500-pound black bear consumes a significant amount of cocaine. <laughs> Why do I want to see that we so need badly? To see that. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. All right. Study King Grant Johnson, what have you got, my friend? So we have touched on this before, but there's a new study saying first date sex is no longer a bad idea. Okay, did um, they give a reason? 
Yeah. So the old rule used to be three dates and then you get it on. Um, then now they're saying um, there's no such thing as a bad time to, to have sex if, if you're comfortable with it. And they said a lot of people are, are doing it on the first date as a way to see if there's anything there. So basically not wasting your time. Um, they said having for some people having sex right away is incredibly helpful in determining if they want to go on a second date. Okay. And uh, for others, uh, they that don't like it, you know, they need to feel like they need an emotional connection with the person before they get to the bedroom. But yeah, basically it was about like you're going out with this person, just see if there's anything there. Get it over with. Don't waste your time on more dates. I feel like I need to step in here. Now, I'm well aware of the fact that I should not be giving anybody any dating advice. Okay? Okay. Coming from the guy that's been married for 100 years. His whole life. My whole life, basically. I met this girl. I locked it down, and I made sure that it wasn't going to, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? I think you've brought up things like Stockholm Syndrome <laughs> when you describe my wife. <laughs> Here's the thing that I'd like to say out loud, and because I, I think I need to defend men as a whole. Yeah, but there there is an exception to the rule. I'm sure. I'm sure there are men out there that perform well in the bedroom right out of the gates. They're just natural, okay, like lovers, good lovers. But I think most women are already aware of this, but it should be said out loud. Men are probably going to disappoint you in the bedroom. <laughs> at least at least the first couple of times. Yeah. There's a lot of nerves. So sweating and Yeah. Blacking out. <laughs> so I understand what they're saying here and I'm all yeah. for this. I'm all for getting your 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 freak on right out of the gates. Like I but, get the idea of the study, but if you're if you're doing this as a female and you're using this as a judgment as to whether or not this man might be worth it or not worth it, and he performs quite poorly. Or- yeah, if he performs quite poorly in the bedroom, that doesn't mean that he's a complete waste of so of with, your efforts. With what you're saying, potentially the three date rule, the old rule. Could yeah. be beneficial to the man because maybe by the third date, yeah, he's more comfortable. He's not going to be as nervous. Maybe he will perform a little better and it'll give him a fighting chance. Yeah, bang him three times. <laughs> <laughs> they said forty nine percent of people in this study said they'll get it on on the first date. Really? Yeah, two thousand people, last, men and women. The last time we talked about this, wasn't it like? It was like so taboo. You just don't do this on the first date. Yeah. Well, that's, they said that's an, that's antiquated. It's the uh, old rule. It's the old rule. Now there's no rules. They're all, all right. out the window. Yeah. All right, everybody. Start getting Something's freaky. Something's got to work for me. Start well, going on first dates, Jimmy. I haven't even been on a first date. And I brought up the bang them three times for you, Jimmy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was for you and men as a whole. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. What's this guy's name? Ben. Ben sent us a text this morning. Hello. Ben? Yeah. It's the locker room. How's it going? Pretty good. 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 Everything okay with you? 
Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'm a little disappointed with the wife, but okay. I can't believe she wasn't stoked about <laughs> winning wrestling tickets for her birthday. I know, I know. Oh, well, 45 years old, and uh, she doesn't want to go to wrestling. I guess. Does she know it's five dollar drinks? And that's she every does. drink. It's just a sign that says five dollar drinks. <laughs> yeah, she does. I tried all night to convince her, and it was a no go. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we'll give away your your tickets, Ben. All right. Well, thank you. How long have Play you been married? From the dark side for me. You want to hear what? I want to hear something from the dark side. Some Pink Floyd. Okay. Yeah. Ben. Best band in the world. Ben. How long yeah. have you been married? Uh, it'll be eighteen years. 18 years. 18 years, and you didn't realize that backyard wrestling tickets for your wife's birthday might be a bad idea? <laughs> well, I didn't expect to win. I never win anything. <laughs> I think there's a lot of work to do here. <laughs> All right, Ben. Good All luck. Right, thanks, guys. Say Thank hi to you. the beautiful wife for us. I will. All right. She's making right. the right decision here. <laughs> thanks, guys. Take her out for a nice dinner. I will. Don't be a Ben. <laughs> hey, it's a perfect place to take a date. Oh, yeah. Plus, she'd be the only female there. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Ladies and gentlemen, we introduce you to Fried Chicken February. Woo! We're uh, going to spend the next couple of days, and we'll launch the bracket on Monday. Okay, so February 6th, you'll have a chance to start voting. Uh, but what we need right now is we need your nominations. So yeah, what's you your need favorite to chicken joint? Nominate the best chicken place in Edmonton on our webpage, 957cruisefm.ca. Just click on the fried chicken February thing, and then... Uh, We'll do some brackets, and, and we'll just determine this once and for all. Yeah, and what we're going to do is, at the end of the bracket, the winner um, gets to go for lunch at the winning chicken joint in yeah. town with the locker room. So when you nominate a place, you put your info in there, and then you can win lunch with us. What a treat. Yeah, well, there you go. You get to sit across from Jimmy and watch me eat chicken. <laughs> Watch him plow a chicken sandwich into his face hole. It's everywhere. <laughs> Fried chicken February. All right. Again, like Grant said, 957cruisefm.ca. Let's get your nominations in for your favorite fried chicken place. All right. Maybe it's a local mom and pop shop. Maybe it's yeah. a chain. It doesn't matter. What's your favorite? The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. So this was released now ahead of Valentine's Day, and I think the timing of it is to maybe encourage you to do something extra for Valentine's Day this year, to, to push us to go the extra mile for love, to get the one with the turbo speed button or the extra wide swing, whatever it is that you're looking at. <laughs> love Honey, an adult toy store, put out their... Uh, 2023 Canada sex map ranking the provinces based on what they buy. So they ranked Ontario as the sexiest province in Canada. Mm. Lame. Quebec as the kinkiest, which makes sense if you know anything about the French. And uh, Alberta, <laughs> we were named as the most tech-savvy and connected province, which I feel like when you're talking about getting it on... 
You don't want someone to call you tech savvy, do (laughs) you? It feels a little like, and just let me put my calculator away, and then I'm going to take you to 01100-00110. That's binary code, if you're wondering. As for Edmonton, our city was named as the best role-play city. Good Lord. I guess uh, we're really into buying costumes and then putting on little skits in the bedroom. You know... Here to fix the sink, and the sink is your butt. I guess if you're in Edmonton and you want to make this a great Valentine's Day, well, you better go buy yourself a costume. The Grant Report is brought to you by the Locker Room Merchandise, the only place in Edmonton to get giant Peter t-shirts. Show your support for a local wrestling legend. Text now for the link to shop. We've talked about Uber Facts a couple of times. Just a Twitter account yeah. that will just tweet out random. It's like elevator obscure, stuff. Right? Yeah, like elevator stuff that you would chat about. And, and uh, yeah. this the, this popped up, and I thought it was kind of odd. Um, and uh, so I was saying to Grant, we got to do a little more research on this. A 15-year French study found that bras were useless. Yeah. Uh, so it was a professor uh, who did this 15-year study of 330 women. And found that medically, um, breasts gained no benefit from their weight being supported in a bra and actually did more damage. Um, They said that women become dependent on their lingerie as supporting muscle tissues wither because it's being held up with a bra, the muscles weaken, and then there's actually more droopage because of the bra. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. The thing about this for me, like I would never in a million years tell somebody what to wear because I, I am such a comfort guy. Yeah. Right? Like I I um I choose my clothes based one hundred percent on comfort. Mm-hmm. Like you don't wear boxers, you wear the uh the briefs. Yeah, underwear, socks, yeah, you shirts, are the old man jackets, tidy whities. Any like, if I'm not comfortable in it, I'm out. You're, like, I won't wear it. <laughs> How was your tux fitting yesterday? Then <sighs> that ended up being a bit of a thing, <laughs> really, because <laughs> I got the wrong one. Anyway, there's is yeah. it comfortable though? It, it was fine. Well, what ended up happening was I, I went down to Moore's. Down here on uh, the south end of town, yeah, I had like a ten thirty fitting, and I walked in there, and they started asking me questions. I don't have the answers. For yeah, them. you have no idea. So, like, I uh, so I was getting frustrated, right? And it, it's just things like, so when's your when's your daughter's wedding? I'm like, isn't this in the file? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I gave you. I came here with a number. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to have all this. And then they asked me, then they asked me like what I want. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, what? Now I got to pick. <laughs> I thought it was coming down here to get, I, did, the, I thought I all brought, this was dealt with. I would have brought my wife <laughs> to pick uh, it out for me. So I'm getting frustrated. So um, they put me in uh, this one tux and, um, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and, uh, and the woman that's clearly running the place, like I've got the. The, the, the girl that's like, she's the employee. It's an obvious yeah. dynamic, you can tell. Anyway, um, she sees me from across the store, and she's like, oh, that's not going to work. And she starts walking over, and I'm like, oh, no, what's going on now? And she's, so she's, you look like a box. 
you need this tux. So I, I on my way. So I just went. I, yeah. All right, okay, whatever. So they pull out the tux, and they and they they make me try on a different one. And then I go home and I said to my wife, I said, I don't think I got the one that I was supposed to get. And she's like, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> what happened in there? I don't know. It's baby blue. I, it's orange. It's, it's baby blue with a top hat. <laughs> Ruffles. It's not that bad, but now I think I have to go back and get the one that I was supposed to get. <laughs> uh, and of course, the one that they put me in is the ups sale one right yeah of course so th- i got the 125 dollar one on <laughs> and she put me in the 225 dollar one because i looked like a box <laughs> so what you're saying is you wouldn't wear a bra if you're a woman no but if there was like, like listen would you wonder like would you wander around with no underwear on if it was i'm always afraid of my fly going down but but uh, like, are you? Would you? Could you ever Commando. wrap your head around Commando? Commando like, can be comfortable, yeah. Really? Yeah. See, not me. Any time that I've like done like, a, hey, let's go swimming, and and I, my underwear's gotten wet, and I've torn yeah. them off and put my shorts back on, it's like the worst two three hours I'm- of my life. I can't <laughs> wait to get Gaunch back on. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Commando. Like I can do it, but it's it feels weird. But I have done like G string. That is even always gotta, more bothersome. You got to me. work your G star. I'm eating breakfast here, man. <laughs> the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White, 95.7 Cruise FM. Pam Anderson's been in the news a lot. She's got a book out there doing a documentary. They did a documentary on her. I remember when that that um, that Seth Rogen thing came out. Pam yeah. and Tom. All about the stolen sex tape. and yeah, yeah, I remember, I think we read a, we even did something on the air. We talked about the fact that she was upset about it, you know, yeah. again, getting back into the zeitgeist. And um, and she said she wanted to do something to sort of tell her side of the of the story. Yeah, she wasn't a fan of that show, so she wanted to do her own. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, Brandon Lee actually co-produced it too, her son, her and Tommy's son. Is involved in it in the in, in the documentary, yeah, yeah, documentary, the one on so. Netflix, and 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 I. It's called Pamela, a love story. She is. She's interesting. She's very likable. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's that smart. Is that fair to say? Okay. I don't want to yeah. be mean. I but I get the sense that she's a bit. I haven't watched it. She's very damaged. Oh, yeah. She's very damaged. Um, I'll give you one example, right? My my wife and I had it on, and I I said to her, I said, I hope you don't mind. I'm curious about this. Yeah. I'm not a huge Pamela Anderson fan. I mean, I, I... I remember when she used to be on talk when she was on talk shows. I'd be like, oh, "Don't tell them! Yeah. Don't tell them you're Canadian! <laughs> Stop! Don't, don't say she's Canadian!" Yeah, she she's didn't a sweetheart. Present herself in the she's best. a sweetheart, right? So yeah. I feel I feel a little guilty saying that, but and she's she had a very rough life, and so we were half kind of paying attention to it. And there's the famous story about how she met Tommy Lee. They met at a club. They had a night. She ignored him. She played hard to get. He wouldn't let up. He pursued her, found out she was going to Mexico, followed her down to Cancun or something. Mm -hmm. And then um, they ended up uh, going out one night and literally woke up the next day and got married. 
And it's a true story. Yeah. It, it happened. Tommy Lee's talked about it. Pamela Anderson's talked about it. It was part of the reason everyone was freaking out about them when she was a big deal. Like when the two of them were like a hot Hollywood couple, they went off to Mexico, got married. Well, she was talking about the night she was out before they got married with Tommy Lee. And she goes, yeah, and you know, and he was such a sweetheart and he drugged my drink and, and we had a great night. And my wife and I are like looking at each other going... She just threw that in there. That just casually that he drugged. Yeah, we were having a great time and he drugged me. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it just there's there was a couple of moments when I was watching it where I was like Well, I wonder if that's like you live a different life. A different life and also like when you've experienced that sort of thing from childhood. Yeah. Where I mean there's some pretty crazy stuff that happened to her. I'm like, isn't that romantic, yeah. honey? Yeah. He drugged her. <laughs> like that is yeah, like you're like, oh, that's not normal. Oh, other people don't experience that. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just it was bizarre to see how flippant she was yeah. about it. And and I don't think she was a big drug person. I did see uh at the time, I got the sense that this was brand new to me. Uh, yeah, I did see that one of the reasons she split up with uh, the poker player uh, was because she found a crack pipe in their Christmas tree. <laughs> Where do you keep your crack pipe? Yeah, see, their family Christmas tree. There's She's... another story that uh, that came out because of this, and I didn't see this in the documentary that we were watching but apparently there's a reference to it so she's going through all the men right now and there was a lot of them like she dated quite a few different people i think she was married like three or four times anyway i forgot about this but she was married to kid rock yeah and apparently a uh, very volatile uh gentleman i and, could imagine and, and they fought quite a bit and it was very like um heated right and he would always like like track her after they had a big fight he would track her down and like wait for her in in his in her hotel and then be at the in the lounge playing a song or so he was doing stuff like that to try to woo her back yeah anyway um there's the 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 night they broke up for good and she hasn't hasn't talked to him since she was going to surprise him and i'd forgotten about this as well she was in borat that borat movie yeah so she planned she was at the end of the first borat a screening of the Borat movie, and then he didn't know he had no idea she was in it, and she thought it was funny, and she thought that he would find it funny, yeah, and he was best. Yeah, I did see that he stormed out, and I mean, he stormed out, and that was the end of the relationship <laughs> over Borat. Yeah, I saw this yesterday. I know that it's about Starbucks, McDonald's, and Tim's coffee, uh, because I, I. I'm taking that from the picture. Is there anything else? No, that's it. It's um, a, so it's the three coffees. It was the three biggest coffee chains in Canada. And I sent the story to Grant, and he does a review and comes up with which one's the best, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, this guy, it's his opinion, uh, but he ranked the three and uh, put them in order. Okay. So um, Jimmy and I are going to see if we can guess in what order... Um, they were in. So I'll start with you, Jimmy. Sir, what are what are the options? Starbucks, Tim welcome, Hortons, welcome and McDonald's. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today. <laughs> uh, 
So go th- go third, second, first. Starbucks, Tim's, McDonald's. Tim's is third, McDonald's second, Starbucks one. Okay, I'm gonna go Starbucks third, Starbucks, Tim's second, and McDonald's first. Yeah, that's it exactly. Really? Yeah, I nailed it. Um, so he sampled all three. Um, he found the McDonald's one. He said was a perfect combination of both Tim, the things he liked in Tim's and in Starbucks. Uh, it was also um, that was the same price as the Tim Hortons. So the I've been saying this good for the last couple of years. McDonald's c- coffee is not bad. He like, said there was a nice lightness that made it drinkable. He was just drinking this black, by the way. All three coffees just yeah. black. And uh, yeah, he said he he enjoyed the McDonald's the most. Gave it five out of five. Um, Tim's, Tim Tim's, I don't. Like I don't know, something happened with the Tim's coffee for me, and I I don't know when they changed it, but it's different. I will have the dark roast now when I go to Tim's, and I I don't mind the dark roast. Mm-hmm. Um, the Starbucks coffee, I, I I can count on one hand how many times in a year I, I I hit a Starbucks. Whenever I go to Starbucks, which is pretty rare, I usually get like a seven dollar drink. Well, that, right? that's what like I was gonna say. If you're getting just a normal coffee, it's it's normal. It's not that that bad. It's three dollars. No, but I but I'll always be like, oh, I'm gonna try the uh, brown sugar oats something americano, yeah, whatever espresso. But the thing for me with the Starbucks coffee is it tastes like they've. They overcooked the beans or something? A lot of people think that, yeah. Yeah, like I, I feel like it's... Um, yeah, it, if I'm going for like a... Okay, I'm going to pay a few more dollars and get a coffee. I'm going to go to Transcend or I'm going to go to, you know, a, a good local place. Yeah. Um, typically. So like for a everyday coffee. Everyday convenience. Um, I mean, there's McDonald's, McDonald's, there's Tim Hortons, there's Starbucks everywhere. Right? I, I like This it. does not surprise me. I, I'm surprised I nailed the order. Yeah. But, I uh, like Starbucks once in a while. It's not something I do all the time because it is more expensive. But I, I like this. It's stronger coffee, I find. I find it, and I like a little bit of the bitter. A caramel macchiato is the one that I have. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a classic. Which is basically 14 pounds of sugar. Jimmy's not really a coffee I, guy, though, either. No, but I, but I don't do those coffee you could, drinks like the macchiatos and the cappuccinos. and the, Jimmy will I, drink I do coffee a black in a gas coffee station. With a touch of sugar. Yeah, you're not a coffee guy. No. I mean... You'd be saddest. You drink instant coffee. You like, have instant coffee in the Dennis Ennis, don't you? Like the tin uh, of the Nescafe no, or whatever? No, I... Uh, for no, years this, you did until no, we I was even, you. I was even cheaper. I had cheaper. I had this no-name dollar store. Uh, How do you get cheaper than Nescafe? <laughs> oh, this was no-name dollar store uh, coffee. It had, My grandmother used to drink that Nescafe. Oh yeah, she'd like like put a teaspoon in a in a white instant cup, coffee, and um, I I always thought it would stain your insides, <laughs> like <laughs> literally, because it just it looks like. It looks like paint. <laughs> I've tried it. It's a coffee. It's, it's awful. Oh, it's awful. And now, Nerd News with James P. White, the first. Okay, James Gunn's big announcement yesterday dealing with the uh, DC Universe is a bunch of new projects that are coming up in the future. Like right now for this year, they still have Shazam 2. Shazam! Uh, of Fury of the Gods, the the Flash, Shazam, the, Fury uh, of the Gods, View Beetle. What? Hold on, is he that doing? Is he doing all of this stuff? He's no, the head. This 
he's the no. These are the pro- DC projects that they have going this year. The stuff that we're talking about. Why is he, this? Ja- because it's DC. Just uh, let me run through it quick. Okay, we got Blue Beetle, and <laughs> let me, me run through then my we comic got books, then we got Mom. Aquaman. Uh, so James figures. Gunn, James Gunn is directing all of these things. He's in part. One year. He's part of uh, part of him, either a producer or he's written some of he's it. He's just the head of DC Studios. Uh, oh, I didn't. Know certain, that. Uh, yeah. I thought he was just uh, a director. He's one, of, he's one of the main directors. There's him and a, a couple of others. But upcoming projects coming up is a new uh, Superman. It's supposed to be a younger version of Superman. It's called Superman Legacy. The Lanterns, it's a new Green Lantern movie. Oh, good. We've got uh, The Brave and the Bold. It's actually a new Batman movie based on Batman's son, Damian Wayne. What? Uh, I didn't know and, Batman and, had a son. Oh, why not Robin? <laughs> I thought Robin was his son. Robin was his cohort, but actually, who? Uh, li- I'm not getting into this with you. Okay, uh, then we got. They were just Robin and Batman were and then just buddies. The Batman yeah. Part Two is coming up. Is co- coming out, so they're doing another one with Robert Pattinson. Is that a, a Supergirl movie? Part time lovers. Oh, part time lovers. Something like that. Is it part time lovers? That's a busy year. All that's coming out this year. Twenty five. Between Most now that and, and 20. uh, 2025. How how about Black Adam? How's he? Yeah, how's he doing? Is he safe? He's uh, he's got no projects coming out. That's a shame. All right, are you done? Yeah. Lots. To by the way, da- Damian Wayne is Robin, um, or in this rendition of it. But I'm not getting into that with you. Hold on, what? Damian Wayne is was, Batman's son. Is Batman's son who also. Because Robin, the, his his partner, became uh, Nightwing, and then uh, Damian Wayne became ba- uh, Robin. So he's actually, uh, yeah. This is your fault, Grant. <laughs> I'm blaming you I'm for I'm going to be watching all these movies. I want you to watch Bag Milk. much do you hate the all-star break oh it's painful <laughs> i hate it so ten much days, 10 days with no games and we're just sitting there trying to figure out yesterday we were at the office and we're just like what do we write about for the next 10 days <laughs> trade rumors. there's nothing going on there's a lot of rumors but ultimately you know yeah yeah i guess don't play again until tuesday right February 7th. 7th. Yeah. yeah that's right yeah yeah um are they on the road for a bit after that uh, I'll have to. You know what? I've they're completely in De- zoned. They're out in Detroit, so, yeah, Philly, they kinda, Ottawa. Yeah, they're, they're not back here until the fifteenth. They're on a bit of a stretch on the road too, yeah. right? So yeah, we don't even get any home games for a bit. It, is the All Star break like this kind of a break? Because we we seem to get this in Edmonton every year. Um, is it good for this team right now? You know what? That's interesting you say that because I wrote about that last night at OilersNation.com in my random thoughts article where they were absolutely rolling. They had points in eight straight games and then they go into this 10-day break. And listen, I am not a 20-something millionaire, but I have been on vacation with very few responsibilities and I know what that can do to the old body. So to answer the question, (laughs) 
I don't know. I, you know, like I, 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 I wish they would have been able to keep rolling and keep the good times going. But at the same yeah. point, it's the bye week. They get the vacay. I know what happens on holiday. I know that the boys are down in Cabo, you know, <laughs> so, having a good time. We'll see what happens. We'll Grant, see what happens. Is it the best time? Probably not. But they're having a good time. I guarantee that. Grant said that. He said, I don't know if this is a good idea. Well, when you're on a roll, right? You yeah, just you got her figured out. You're you keep the winning streak. You kind of just want to keep playing sometimes. But yeah. they need a break, That's my too. thought, too. That's yeah. my thought, too. I wish they would have been able to just keep coming. I wish this uh, bye week would have happened when they were winning nothing back in yeah. November, December. <laughs> but way she goes. This does seem like a different team. Not not that I'm trying to uh, make something out of nothing here. There seems to be a different level of focus this year. Yes. And and determination. Um, and they're, they seem more annoyed at losses. Right, it, there's less less apathy, so maybe this break will actually benefit them. Maybe uh, I hope so. Trying to find I, a positive. I think that you're right. That they're trying to they're playing at a different level right now. They're playing a much more structured game. They're playing a much more defensive game. They're getting some depth scoring from throughout the lineup. It's not just Connor and Leon and Nuge and Hyman carrying the mail everywhere. So there's a lot of things that look different over the last little stretch leading up to this break. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I'm with Grant, where I just kind of wish they could keep it rolling and yeah. keep the good times going, so that they don't stutter step their way back into the schedule because when I'm looking at the schedule right now they've got some winnable games on the road coming up against Detroit, Philly, Ottawa, and Montreal yeah. they don't play a team that's in the playoffs until the 17th when New York is in town so mm. yeah. they need to handle their business against these weaker teams and I'm hoping that the Red Wings and Flyers ain't all, they all party just as hard as the others allegedly are, in my opinion, <laughs> over this bi-week break. Yeah. Are you disappointed we won't get to see Connor McDavid attempt to uh, reclaim his fastest man in yeah, the NHL title? He's, he's skipping that on Friday, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm not at all. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> I don't care at all for the skills competition or the all-star break. To me, this is a weekend off. If I'm around my house and yeah. I turn the TV on, then that's great. But no, if Connor doesn't want to be in the fastest skater as like the look-at-me clown, then no, fine. I'd actually be interested to see him in something else. Like I'm curious to see which other event they're going to put him in now that he's not in the fastest. Accuracy, accuracy, the shooting. Shoot, the shooting one. I'd the like one to with see. The oh, that's perfect. I'd yeah. like to see I don't him. know if he's doing that, but that's I think what he should do. No, that's I think that's yeah. what he is. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm. I could be wrong, but I, I. I heard something about that. I'm like you though. I. I don't watch the All Star Game, but I will watch the skills competition if I'm at home not doing anything. I'll turn it on. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm home and I'm not doing anything, yeah. but then I will. But like, if I got a fresh episode of MILF Manor, then I'm going to watch that instead. You know, <laughs> me, if I got priorities. To me, the All-Star game was better when it was North America versus Europe. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. This new format is annoying. I, I, don't, I don't like it at all. Bring back the draft. I had so that much fun time. watching these guys draft each other. Yeah, I feel bad for Phil Kessel. <laughs> I, yeah, it was great. Like I the NHL doesn't want us to have real. fun. That's what it seems like. It's, what, it's definitely what it is. Uh, Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament last weekend. Speaking of skills, 
How was that? What an amazing weekend. <laughs> I mean, outside of my complete and total lack of fitness, uh, it was just a really great weekend out at the JPL. Tourism Jasper and the Jasper Park Lodge, Lodge staff did a great job putting together an event that was just spectacular again. It was better this year than it was last year, and I know next year is going to be even better. So if you've kind of got a hockey bucket list for like experiences, I, I recommend you put this one on there because there's nothing better than playing a little shinny with the mountains behind you. Yeah. Yeah. The scene was beautiful. I mean, the weather was a little bit cold, but once you're out there moving around, it was fine. We had the best time at the best possible facility. So I couldn't say enough about the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. It's a really, really great time. Oh, man, we got to do that We one need year. to do that. Yeah, we need to put a team. You got to do it. I've never Last weekend that. of January. So kind of circle that one in the calendars for next year because it yeah. is an event that you want to be at. Plus, how many teams evening, sign up for that? Uh, I think there was about 10, 12 teams this year. Is I don't know it? off the top of my head. Yeah, so it's a pretty tight tournament. They have uh, okay. they had some teams kind of like, and they had it spread out nicely too. So there were some guys that showed up in shin pads and kind of full equipment. I was like, uh oh, I've got a twelve out of ten hangover right now. I don't think I'm going to play against those guys. And then they were they were like, well, no, they're in a different division. I was like, oh. All right, we're in the coasters division. That's where I need to be. So it was really good. You guys should absolutely put in a team next year. Definitely, definitely. Work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I thought it was like hundreds of teams. You'd think, right? Like, I, I like the idea that it's a little bit smaller. Maybe we should stop talking yeah. about it. <laughs> it's a little bit smaller. They've got three sheets, uh, three sheets out on Lake Mildred. Yeah, and the uh, the ground staff they take really good care of it, and they took really good care of us throughout the weekend. So, if you have a chance to make it next year, got to do it. Toronto Oilers Nation trip sold out yet? Not quite. So okay. March 10th to 12th, we are going to Toronto. All the details are at nationgear.ca. This is a little bit of a bougie nation vacation. We're staying at the Royal York downtown in yeah. Toronto. We're watching the game from a suite. That's a hockey night in Canada. So another one. That's another bucket list item you can check off there. So the Hockey Man Canada in Toronto, that's going to be a great time. Gretzky's for dinner? <laughs> I don't think it's open anymore. Was oh, it shut down? <laughs> I think you're right. I think he did shut it down. I think he closed her down. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Anyway, heartbreak. There you go. Bag Milk, Oilers Nation, thank you for your time as always, my friend. Thanks for having me, boys. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Good morning, Cruz. Hello. Is this... Okay, sorry. Uh, totally my mistake there. Uh, I was just calling in regards to when you guys were talking yesterday about the 15-minute city. Wow. Yeah. I just thought Locke might like to know, uh, if he wants to go online and look at Michael Jans, who happens to be his counselor and read his bio towards the end, there might be something really interesting there for him. Go, okay, hold on. I don't think Michael Jans, because I got some woman. Yeah, your, yours is, we thought it was Michael Jans, I think, and then. Are, yeah. Isn't he in Belgravia? Yeah, but Jimmy said it was uh, Aaron Rutherford. Oh, good. I think it's Jans. But anyways. I don't know, they changed all the names of the wards, so I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. When I looked last night, it included uh, Belgravia under Jans. So Michael Jans. So what am I looking for on his Twitter? No, on his City of Edmonton file. Okay. All right. So we'll go City of Edmonton. Um, we'll go to the web page and then we'll look up Michael. Michael Jans. I know he is one of the bike lane gang. Yeah. Well, he's a he's a treat. Let's just put it that way. <clears throat> Michael Jans, uh, Ward Papa Papa Stew. Yeah, something like that. 
Okay. Um, why can't... Okay, if I click on that... Oh, there... Yeah, it says Belgravia is Papistu. Father 2, and I'm going to the end. Through smart urban planning, focused on building happy and healthy communities and experienced leadership, Michael believes we can build a more affordable city for all ages, wages, and stages. Michael is very proud to represent Ward Papistu. Is that what I'm supposed to be worried about? No, you're supposed to go up just a little bit. Okay. Uh, and it, it'll talk about his involvement with the uh, Federation of Community Leagues. He volunteered on the board of the University of Alberta two years, Edmonton Park Library six years, and served as a president of the University of Alberta Students Union, which provided the, him valuable I think he insights. Means the, he led initiatives on the Living Local Strategy, which is the precursor to the 15 minute communities, and other initiatives that build neighbor power across Edmonton. The thing that I find, what's your name? Sorry? My name. Craig. Craig, the thing I find absolutely fascinating about this 15-minute city conversation is I literally found out about this on Monday. Mentioned yep. it once, and I have had constant communication about this over the last couple of days. It's fascinating to me. I had a guy send me a four-page email with about 62 links that I'm supposed to do research on <laughs> about the, the evils of the 15-minute community. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that uh, I understand, uh, you know, your, your apprehension to it. I'm not taking sides in either instance. And then with the fact that, you know, you just moved to Belgravia. Yeah. Uh, and your counselor happens to be the one that indirectly was the birth of this concept when he was with the community league. Oh yeah, Locke Locke moved into Bike Lane Central, and I know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, he moved right into the Hornets' nest. So I, I, I know, I I can't wait for these guys to start going door to door because I like I'm like if this Michael Jans is my guy, I'm gonna have a really interesting conversation with him. Oh, he's a treat. He is an absolute treat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to uh, I'll have to do a little more research to find out who my city council was because I I shouldn't. Why do I ever listen to Jimmy? Yeah, when I look it up, it says Belgravia. Aaron's probably yeah. a, a city councilor in in uh, Yuck Tuck. <laughs> Somebody else said that they uh, no, you were in that area. No, it's you. You said it, Grant. Yeah, you. Said. No, they text and I took it off text. <laughs> All right. Craig, I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Yeah, brother. yeah. So, like I said, uh, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good day, brother. Take care. You too, man. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.